time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. This is Trevor Hall, and today is Tuesday, June 28th. A familiar pattern in gold trading reared its ugly head yesterday as the gold price rose steadily during the Asian physical buying hours, hitting an overnight high of $1,843 per ounce. Then abruptly, the price took a the price took a steep slide right after the AM London price fix, falling as low as $1,822 before settling at $1,823. The mining stock journal said that it will be easier for the price management team to push the gold price down in the paper market as this week will be low volume ahead of the July 4th holiday weekend. Silver followed the same pattern as gold overnight, trading as high as $21.57 during Asian trading hours before getting pummeled down to 21.15 during the LBMA and COMEX paper trading hours. Thursday is first notice day for July silver, which means delivery notices can start going out Wednesday evening to anyone with a long position after the Wednesday Globex session settlement. The journal said that as of Monday morning, there were 30 million more ounces of outstanding July contracts than there are in the registered COMEX vault category. Expect an aggressive effort by the banks to induce the sale of July paper silver in order to reduce the potential liability exposure. The mining stocks closed marginally lower yesterday after spending much of the day in positive territory. The journal noted that the mining stocks outperformed the metal Monday, which could be a positive signal for the sector. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment, but first a quick mention of today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Rio2. Rio2 is advancing the Phoenix Gold Project in Chile, the largest undeveloped gold heap leach project in the Americas. Phoenix consists of 5 million ounces in the measured and indicated resource category and 1.4 million ounces in the inferred resource category. With a robust PFS in place, Phoenix is set up for fast-tracked construction and production. You can find a list of project and company information on their website, rio2.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Lots of news out today. Western Copper and Gold published their results for a full feasibility study for its casino, Copper and Gold Molybdenum Deposit in Yukon. The technical report considers being constructed as an open pit mine with a concentrator processing 120,000 tons per day to recover copper, gold, molybdenum, and silver, as well as a 25,000 ton per day oxide heap leach facility to recover gold, silver, and copper. The study shows Casino hosting a pre-tax NPV of $3.47 billion with an IRR of 21.2%. It does come with initial capex, which is slated at $3.62 billion. The study in general took the design from the 2021 preliminary economic assessment and brought the engineering to a feasibility study level. However, there are some notable changes from the PEA including improved gold recovery from the heap leach, small changes to the grades and tonnage treated through the mill, and also taking into account inflation since the PEA was published last year. Items of particular note were diesel price, which saw a price increase of 40.3%, and steel, which reflected by a price of increased in grinding media of 33.2%. 
Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE with the symbol WRN. Seabridge Gold published its preliminary feasibility study for its KSM project in British Columbia. The company says the PFS shows a considerably more sustainable and profitable mining operation than its 2016 predecessor, now consisting of an all-open-pit mine plan that includes the Mitchell, East Mitchell, and Sulphurets deposits only. The primary reasons for the improvements in the plan arise from the acquisition of the East Mitchell Open Pit resource and an expansion to planned mill throughput. The many design improvements over the 2016 PFS include a smaller environmental footprint, reduced waste rock production, reduced greenhouse gas emissions by electrification of the mine hall fleet, a 50% increase in mill throughput, and the elimination of capital-intensive block cave mining. The new study highlights an after-tax NPV increase from $1.5 billion to $7.9 billion and a IRR increase from 8% to 16.1%. A 20-year reduction in mine life from 53 years to 33 years is due to the increased mill throughput supplied by higher open pit production. Total capital of $10.5 billion is reduced to $9.6 billion, with increases from inflation and mill expansion being wholly offset by the elimination of block cave mining from the PFS plan. Seabridge Gold trades on the TSX with SEA and on the NYSE with the symbol SA. Royal Road Minerals provided results from three diamond drill holes at its Quintar Copper Gold Exploration Project and initial drill results from the immediately contiguous El Alamon Option Agreement area in Colombia. Drilling at Guintar commenced in July and has aimed principally at testing for an underlying intrusive or porphyry-related source of the gold and copper mineralization, which had been intersected in previous drilling and is evident in surface geochemical sampling over an area of about 10 square kilometers. Results reported today included 80.5 meters of 1 gram per ton gold and a step-out target, which also included 18 meters of 3 grams per ton. The other results included 14 meters of 1.2 grams per ton gold equivalent and 177 meters of 1 gram per ton gold equivalent. The Guitar project is part of the Quintar, Navarango, and Margaritas project, which is a 50-50 joint venture between Royal Road and Mineros. Royal Road trades on the TSXV with RYR. Meridian Mining provided an exploration update for its 11-kilometer-long Cabasol mine corridor. Results from recently completed IP surveys have extended the prospectivity of the C4A gold-silver discovery along strike to the southeast, linking up with further golden soil anomalies. The company is also announcing the recent geophysical surveys from the VMS copper target at C2A East, which have defined strong basement EM and IP anomalies, creating a new priority target for future drilling. Three surface drill rigs and four drill crews are currently confirming, infilling, and expanding the extensive near-surface copper-gold mineralization of the Cabasol mine. Meridian Mining trades on the TSX with MNO. Lahontan Gold shared drill results from two reverse circulation drill holes on the Santa Fe pit area, of the company Santa Fe project in Nevada's Walker Lane. These drill holes targeted northwest and down-dip step-outs from the known gold and silver mineralization along the Santa Fe Fault, 
Highlights included the highest grade gold assays in project history, which were 4.6 meters, grading 112.3 grams per ton gold. This was within the broader hit of 25.9 meters of 20.36 grams per ton. The company also reported 35.1 meters of 1.07 grams per ton gold in the other result. The haunting gold trades on the TSXV with LG. Ebersilver Silver says they have made a new discovery of a copper gold molybdenum porphyry system at its La Coipita project in Argentina. The company's maiden drill campaign at La Coipita consisted of two initial deep holes to test the target. Hole 2 intersected a continuous copper gold porphyry zone of 226 meters, grading 0.43% copper equivalent. Mineralization remains open at depth as the hole ended within a separate interval of 146 meters of 0.3% copper equivalent, down to a depth of approximately 1,200 meters. Abrasilver trades on the TSXV with ABRA and on the OTC with ABBRF. And finally, Prospector Metals has completed a Phase 1 exploration program at its Savant project in Ontario. The program included ground truth and key target areas to be followed up by drilling in Q3. A total of 594 grab samples were collected during the Phase 1 program, for which 155 assays have been received to date, with highlights of 68.6 grams per ton gold and 26.5 grams per ton gold from the Wiggle Creek Prospect. The zone extends for at least 10 kilometers and is characterized by strongly sheared and altered iron formation and graywack. Prospector Minnows trades on the TSXV with PPP and on the OTCQB with ETHOF. That concludes today's morning briefing. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Till later today, I'm Trevor Hall. Have a wonderful day and be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.